covering sports in the Midwest. It's the Midwest Sports Network, MWSN.net. It's episode 196 of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and we're back after a two-week break. Figure out what the podcaster's been doing, and a little holiday cheer, plus the big Monday night football win by the Cincinnati Bengals. If you're looking for local sports, it's not on Dayton Radio, it's on the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. This is a weekly audio podcast that covers all sports in Dayton and Cincinnati, Ohio, and covers areas from Norfolk, Kentucky and the Ohio River up to Lima and Allen County. From Richmond, Indiana and the surrounding Whitewater Valley region to Madison County and surrounding areas. If you want local sports, this is your source. To find your favorite way of listening to this podcast, as well as visiting the Tea Public and Redbubble shops and find the latest episodes, please visit sindaypod.com. This opening theme was created with the Splash app. It's time for another episode with your host, Lee W. Mowen. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, Happy Boxing Day. I think I covered all the holidays if I missed one. We hope you have a happy holidays and New Year's starting in six days. 2021 is upon us. And hopefully there's a lot more sports to talk about when that year happens. But I want to explain why it's taken uh, two weeks to get a new episode out. Well, yours truly had a very, very, very busy stretch of those two weeks. Lots of hockey, lots of basketball, and I just didn't have time to do podcasts. I did actually try to record episode 196 uh, at South Metro Sports before the Mayor's Cup begun, but I just I kept getting frustrated and I kept stopping the thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't have a good excuse, exception of I just didn't make one, so I failed. So, I am sorry about that. Although, can I mention that checking out the Anchor app to see how many listens I have? Uh, yeah, the last two are uh, dynamite numbers. The first ever Mowen's Mailbag, which we'll probably do another one next month. 138 listens. And the two-hour catch-up, 226 listens. So, yeah, those numbers definitely went sky high. Normally, uh, I don't get that much after... uh, It takes me about maybe a month to reach that plateau normally. So, it's probably automatic bots or automated bots even that are listening to it and you know driving the points up but if there are more people listening into this podcast let me say thank you because i do appreciate when people listen and give this podcast a chance so definitely definitely appreciate that so i mentioned why it took me two weeks Uh, i guess i should mention what i have been doing i've done a couple games with uh, wptw that's the radio station in piqua 98.1 98.1 FM, 1570 AM, uh, 981WPTW.com, and also on TuneIn. 
So, yeah, I've had a couple trips up north to Miami County, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I believe all of the stops have been at Piqua, but that's okay. I mean, it's nice gymnasium, and it's been a lot of fun. And also, the half-life director has this joke, well, had this joke, that uh, every time I showed up, Piqua would lose. Uh, not uh, last week, well, I guess not earlier this week, as Piqua defeated Xenia to get a little revenge from their loss at Xenia. A lot of fun. Hopefully you got a chance to listen to that game. But that's why I've been doing uh, TKDS Sports. We're still covering uh, ice hockey. So uh, we're supposed to have this ginormous holiday hockey tournament going. But yeah, we'll see how that turns out. And next month I start up again with ESP Media. And I'm going to be broadcasting a few Princeton Vikings games. Uh, basketball in the mix. But I think I also mentioned bowling, swimming, and wrestling. Bowling, I've never announced nor broadcasted. Wrestling and swimming, I have announced but not broadcast. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun week since it's a back-to-back-to-back days of heading town to Cincinnati, which I, I'm, I'm quite pumped. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunities I get, but when I get a chance to do a new sport... That's huge. So definitely I hope I'm on my A game and I hope I bring a great presentation to those tuning in. So uh, definitely if you want to follow me for all my broadcasts, it's at the Lee W. Mallon on Twitter. Uh, I haven't been sharing them on Facebook as much. <clears throat> I know. I just, uh, Twitter's my main one, and, you know, there's some times where stuff happens, and I'm trying to get things going, I mean, I have, most of the time, I do my tweets at the game, or at the venue, right before, you know, tip-off, whereas, sometimes, I'll have them in drafts, because, oh, hey, I'm smart, I plan for this, but, there you go, so, yeah, uh, of course, uh, yesterday was Christmas. I uh, spent that with my uh, stepdaughters and my fiance, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, they got a Nintendo Switch for Christmas, which I didn't realize that EA Sports has stopped porting uh, the games over to Nintendo. When was that a thing? You know, you look at the Nintendo Switch games are in the store, and I think there's like one basketball game. Now, of course, if you get an online subscription for the Nintendo Switch, uh, you can get uh, Nintendo or NES and Super Nintendo games uh, free, and you can play those. There's ice hockey on the NES, which I can't wait to try. Uh, Super Mario All-Stars, which is my very first video game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, on the Switch, there's not a lot of sports games. I mean, I, I haven't fully looked through the entire plethora of games available at the eShop. I mean, we just got it uh, two days ago. Well, we just opened it two days ago. But, yeah. I mean, and I, you know, I thought about going back to Breath of the Wild, which is, you know, still the big game. It's a few years old, too. I can't believe that, but I thought about doing that. It's like, oh, I haven't done my podcast in two weeks. <clears throat> yeah. That's awful. And I'm sorry I'm filling up so much of this episode with fluff. I just want to kind of get back to, I upload the episode, and then things happen. By things happen, I mean hopefully people listen to it and enjoy it and get their local sports from a local source. So, yeah, Nintendo Switch. A lot of fun. I recommend one, uh, PS5 and Xbox Series S and X, 
are your newest consoles, but for me, I've always been, you know, I've always had Nintendo consoles, so, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to see the smile on my uh, stepkids' faces when, you know, we're playing Mario Kart or Super Smash, or, heck, we even tried Super Mario Party, which, yeah. Yeah, I know, I'm talking a lot about video games. I'm still wondering why they're not on the Switch. I Maybe it's because of the fact that you can take it wherever you go, and maybe you need a separate license to have handheld sports games. I, I don't know. It'd be great if we had some more, but who's to say? Yeah, no Madden. That's, that's the big one. Although, you can make the argument all the new Madden games are basically roster updates, maybe a few features here and there, like the Vision Cone. From what was that, 2006? It's been a while since I played video games. But there we go. So let's talk about something great and probably not discussed on Dayton Radio because, you know, it's all Cleveland Browns and Ohio State Buckeyes or make fun of the Bengals or nothing. Yeah, how about those Bengals? Yeah, I didn't expect Cincinnati to beat Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football because most of the time... Uh, yeah, the Bengals aren't so hot on primetime. But Ryan Finley, the third-string quarterback for Cincinnati, came through and left us with a beautiful meme that will probably stick with us for the rest of our days. Of course, I'm talking about Ryan Finley flashing a brilliant smile at the photographer in the midst of a big scrum. So you might know from earlier this year, week 10 to be precise Cincinnati did not fare well at Pittsburgh and you could make the argument in his rookie year Joe Burrow's worst game I make the argument that it's Washington because that's why he went out for the year but apparently the nice thing is it looks like Joe Burrow is rehabbing quite well and in fact yeah it was the uh, first time he's walked without crutches so yeah, I, I can't wait to see Burrow back. I mean, this year, you know, there's two more games. I really hope the Bengals don't screw up their draft. I mean, look at the New York Jets. They were on track to go 0-16. I thought they were going to go 0-16. But they beat the Los Angeles Rams of Los Angeles. So, um, yeah, answer me that. So, Cincinnati's first win at home against Pittsburgh since Week 2 of 2013. Long overdue. And in fact, it's the first one since, what was it, 2015, where the Bengals won at Heinz Field? I think that's correct. 27-17, the Bengals get their third win of the year. Yeah, you think, uh, you know, there's good and bad about it. I mean, when you beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, it's, it's always a huge day. Cincinnati got a field goal in the first, two touchdowns in the second. We're held scoreless again in the third quarter, which has definitely been the kryptonite of this team. And 10 points in the fourth to hold off the Steelers. Once Pittsburgh put 10 points on the board in the third quarter, I was like, oh boy, let the comeback hail us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 27-17, <laughs> the Bengals. So let's look at the individual stats. By look, I mean I look and I tell you about it. Uh, for Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger, 170 yards. Definitely a different tune to throwing for close to or over 400 yards against the Bengals at home. 20-38, a touchdown and a pick. And rushing-wise, not a lot. 
Benny Snail, uh, 18 rushes, 84 yards on a touchdown. And then after that, five yards from Anthony McFarland, uh, four yards from Jalen Samuels, Ben Roethlisberger, two quarterback keeps a negative yard, and negative six yards by Chase Claypool. Uh, Receiving-wise, like I mentioned, just 170 yards by Big Ben, 59 yards to Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, 54 yards on three catches. By the way, Deontay Johnson had the lone catch for a touchdown on 13 targets, eight catches, 59 yards. Benny Snail, three catches, 23 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, three catches, 15. Jalen Samuels, one catch, 12. Anthony McFarland, one catch, nine. Uh, no catches for tight end Eric Ebron or James Washington. Ray-Ray McLeod, one catch, negative two yards. And two fumbles, two uh, excuse me, two fumbles by Big Ben, one lost, one fumble by Juju Smith-Schuster, one loss. So, yeah, I I, I think I've talked highly about Juju Smith-Schuster on this podcast, despite he's not a Cincinnati Bengal, he's a former USC Trojan. Fight on. Yeah, dancing on logos is a big no-no. I mean, be be you, but don't dance on. Logos, because that's sacred ground. You know how if you're in hockey locker rooms and you have a logo, you're not supposed to step on it? It's kind of like that. Don't do any stupid crap on logos in midfield. That's a big no-no. And Von Bell definitely made sure Juju Smith-Schuster knew that. And apparently Juju Smith-Schuster is going to stop that. So, hey, I mean, the Bengals this season, you know, we're going to talk about what could have been for Joe Burrow, especially the second half of the season, you know, well, if he didn't suffer that season-ending injury against the football club. But, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty huge. So let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. On the other side of things, Ryan Finley, seven completions, 13 attempts, 89 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. So yeah, Ben Roethlisberger might have thrown for more against the Bengals, but hey, the Bengals got 27 points, and Ryan Finley didn't have to throw that much. Just 15, uh, excuse me, 13 times, no picks. Giovanni Bernard cranked out 83 yards and a touchdown on 25 carries. Ryan Finley with 10 keeps, 47 yards and a touchdown. Savage Pirine, four carries, 14 yards, and Travion Williams, two rushes, eight yards. So. A lot better than the Pittsburgh Steelers outside, uh, what did I say, Benny Snail? Receiving-wise, the one touchdown went to Giovanni Bernard. He caught his only target for 14 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Green, two catches on three targets, 40 yards. That is, I mean, the receptions, targets, a little bit low, but hey, Green made most of them, so... You know, there you go. T. Higgins, three catches, six targets, 31 yards. I mentioned Giovanni Bernard, one catch. Drew Sample, one catch, four yards. And 0 for 1 went Alex Erickson and Tyler Boyd, which Tyler Boyd had to leave the game because, what was it, concussion? Concussion or knee? One of those two. The Bengals didn't fumble the ball at all. In fact, Von Bell and Carl Lawson, Forced to fumble. And picking those forced fumbles up, Josh Bynes, Jordan Evans. Yeah, and Von Bell's forced fumble, definitely the big highlight of that match. So, 
27-17, the Bengals beat the Steelers for their third win of the season. Like I mentioned, it's always great to beat the Steelers. You know? I mean, look at the success that the Steelers have had. And you finally got, you know, the issue off your shoulders where you can beat the Steelers again. Since that playoff game in uh, 2016, (laughs) yeah, not so much. But, you know, maybe it's a start of something good. I don't know. Now, the big issue I have, three wins now for Cincinnati. So what does the NFL draft look like? Well, I told you the Jets already won a game, so now that gives the Jacksonville Jaguars top pick. So the Jets, you know, fumbled away their chase for, you know, Trevor Lawrence, which is, of course, the rumors that Trevor Lawrence never wanted to go to the Jets. But, you know, we're not here to trash teams. I certainly don't. Jacksonville has lost 13 straight. They've already fired their GM, and, you know, there's rumblings that the coach might be next. So, yeah, Jacksonville is in charge of the top seed. Cincinnati still in third. However, there's some pretty big company behind the Bengals. And this is from tankathon.com. That's talking about the current draft order for 2021. It's Jacksonville, the Jets, Cincinnati, and then you got Carolina, Atlanta, and Miami taking the Houston pick. As the Panthers, Texans, and Falcons are 4-10, and ten, then Philadelphia and the Eagles 4-9-1. Gee, where did that one come from? Hmm, I might have talked about that. Then Detroit, Dallas, L.A. Chargers, New York Giants, San Francisco, and Denver all at 3-9. and nine. So there's a big logjam between 9 and 13th place. In case you're wondering who has the top or the last draft of the first round, It really depends who wins the Super Bowl, and they're predicting Kansas City will pick last in the first round. But the big thing is the Bengals still need offensive line help. Two and a half games back of the top draft pick. I don't see the Bengals reaching that unless Jacksonville and the New York Jets start to decide, hey, 3-13 looks great. So, you know, I don't think that's happening. And plus, the tie kind of goes against the favor of the Bengals because, you know, the Bengals, the worst they can do is 3-12-1, whereas the Jets and the Jags can go 3-13. and So there you go. 13 losses in a row. Do you remember a couple years back when Jacksonville looked to be like the new New England, you know, with a defense that's, you know, dynamite, an offense that was okay, you know, like, Bortles wasn't going to be the next Tom Brady, but, you know, actually had a pretty good year. And then everything went south for Jacksonville, and this year they've lost 13 in a row. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, basically, that's what we're looking at now. The Bengals still holding on to the third pick, and I'm still saying get Sewell from Oregon. Actually, Sewell moved up a spot. This is the 2021 NFL Draft Big Board, you know, where you have your uh, players from college that you're going to draft. Trevor Lawrence still the top pick, so if Jacksonville does win that top spot, or the first pick overall, and we might see Lawrence moving south from Clemson 
to Jacksonville. And Sewell's at the second spot. Justin Fields of that school in Columbus at third. Jamar Chase of LSU, a wide receiver at fourth. And your next offensive linebacker, or your outside linebacker, inside linebacker, uh, Micah Parsons. Sorry, I don't know why I thought that was offensive line. Actually, your next one is also from that school in Columbus and Wyatt Davis. Although that'd be offensive guard, wouldn't it? So, possibly. And then you have, there's the uh, kid from Texas that, since that inquirer said, could be the next pick. Samuel Cosme, uh, offensive tackle from Texas. So yeah, that's my big thing. you got to bulk up that offensive line, then focus on everything else. Before the draft, I, I hope that that third win doesn't make Mike Brown say, oh, well, this is the right coaching staff after all. I mean, we've lost two last games, so I I see that there's still going to be some coaching changes in Cincinnati, but who's to say? So, who's to say is Mike Brown, then the media shares it, but I I still think that a change needs to be made, but you know, there it is. But any, uh, Sewell is still my pick. Six foot six, 325 pounds of offensive tackle coming at you from Oregon. I think that's the big prize for the Bengals. What worries me is I, I wonder what the Jets are going to do because the rumor is, you know, Chase Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I always thought Sam Darnold was good. Not not like, you know, oh, he's going to be the next Tom Brady, but, you know. And then you kind of seen how the Jets have done the last few years. Uh, the kindest way to say it, not good. So... And the first 10 picks back at the big board, I spy four quarterbacks. Mentioned Lawrence, Fields from that school in Columbus. You also have Zach Wilson of BYU and Trey Lance of North Dakota State as the 10th overall pick. So, yeah, I, I still think the offensive line needs a touch-up. Injuries just demolished this team. I, I still... I wish there was a way to find out what would have been if the entire Bengals team, you know, the free agents that were signed, just I'd love to know what would happen if everyone stayed healthy. Because this Bengals team, again, is just most of the star players you want to see are on the injured list. So it's tough to... It's I know it's what could have been type of phrasing, but... What could have been, honestly. So that's the look of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yeah, I will tell you that uh, YouTuber Yearn Haintree had himself quite the fun time with uh, the Bengals beating the Steelers. In fact, if you don't know what he does, last year or two years ago, he ran this series called Days of Our Steelers. Yes, that name is from Days of Our Lives, you know, the soap opera. And talking about how the Steelers would constantly shoot themselves in the foot. Especially the one year that, what was it, 93% chance of getting to the playoffs and they miss it? Yeah. It was the year that uh, Pittsburgh lost at Oakland. So it would have been at least last year, two years ago. And then they said, oh, it's the X-Way machine's fault. 
X-ray machines don't help your performance there, but okay. But I think that's enough uh, football talk. We could talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats being left out of the playoffs again, but I don't want to because this is supposed to be a happy episode. And, yeah, if I start talking about the college football playoffs, I'm probably not going to be very nice about that school in Columbus because of the fact, no, I don't think Ohio State should be in the playoffs. Wow, six wins. Good for you. You want to move from the kids' table? And they had the weakest schedule in the Little Ten. How many schools are in there? 14? Yeah, we'll call it Little Ten. So... Yeah, that screams playoffs to you? Oh, that's okay. Clemson will take care of them. And you know what? I agree what Dabo Sweeney said. And there's a lot of people I saw on social media is like, Oh, but Dabo Sweeney's such a jerk. I don't like him. He whines too much. He doesn't whine at all. He's giving his opinion because he was asked of it. And you know what? I agree. He had that school in Columbus in 11th. Now, me, I wouldn't have him ranked at all, but that's, you know, that's the mean spirit of me. So, there you go. Oh, I'm sure to get some angry... Man, who am I kidding? There's not a lot of people that listen to this podcast, but... Anyway, yeah, Bearcats should have at least had a chance. And before you tell me, well, they struggled against Tulsa. Look at Tulsa. They were picked, what, eighth? Not even getting into the American Championship? And they fought a very tough battle against the Bearcats in Cincinnati? I know that kind of me saying, oh, UC doesn't belong in. No. No, it's not. Because I think the Bearcats, they played most of their schedule. And they dominated most of their games. In fact, the only one I can think that the Bearcats struggled was the title game. The championship. And in case you want to know, that's going Columbus. They didn't have the lead until what? Late in the third quarter, fourth quarter. So, yeah. They struggled, too. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. It's all about them Benjamins. <sighs> yeah, can you tell that I sorely disagree? And every time I see, oh, yeah, they deserve being in the playoffs, them being that school and, or that team in Columbus. That's a better term for them. Yeah, uh, I say... No, you didn't follow college football. You just follow because, you know, that's your team because you're in Ohio. and That's what you want to root for. That's fine, but that's that's not me. That's not me. So, if you want more that team in Columbus action, there's always 1410. And that's uh, kind of it. <laughs> or the Cleveland Browns, which... Yeah, they're down chasing the AFC North title. Yeah, that's nice. So, was it the first time since Cleveland came back to the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, a heck of a day, though. Finished last place, but yeah, a heck of a day. And now I suddenly want one of those giant checks that golfers get. 16th place, $5. There you go. Mercy me. So, yeah, again, I'm not telling you not to root for that team in Columbus... But I am not going to root for that team in Columbus because we got plenty of great teams around here. Now, the other Division One team, the Miami Redhawks, they weren't so lucky. 
The Red Hawks had a lot of their games canceled, and they finished 2-1 and one in the year. That one loss was to Buffalo, which ended up winning the Mid-American Conference. Yeah, I give me a full slate of games. I want to see what Chuck Martin's Red Hawks can do. I almost said Redskins. What is wrong with me? I want to see what Coach Martin's team could have done. Because I think Miami would have definitely been in the running for a title. And I definitely think that, you know, Coach Martin's got this going on the right track. Although I did see that uh, Lake Verdon, I talked about this on the Princeton Vikings uh, football game, especially the one against Hamilton, uh, that he committed to Miami, then he decommitted, then then committed to uh, Iowa State, which is awesome. I mean, he, he's getting recruited by Big 12. Yeah, Big 12. There, he's getting recruited by a Big 12 school, so... It stinks because, you know, Hamilton kid staying in the Red Hawks' nest, just going up the road on 177 to play for the football Red Hawks. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I love seeing local kids succeed with local schools. I mean, yeah, maybe there's those that don't want to stay in the local area and, you know, you go where the, you go where the scholarships all right. By the way, that laugh wasn't about that. I just saw my cats running through the hall, and uh, I think they're trying to get a scholarship for Zoomie University. Those cats have the wildest Zoomies. They also make the wildest messes, but they are they are absolute great pets. And don't shop, adopt. So there you go. That's my that's my few cents for the Humane Society of Greater Dayton. They're doing they do great work. Helping pets that would have been put down. They're non-kill. No kill. Non-kill? I mean, if they're super sick, then they have to get euthanized, which is killing. But you get what I'm saying. They do great work. And they are building a bigger facility on Nicholas Road, right by Dunbar High School. So, and of course, my fiancé works for the Humane Society, too. So it's also... It's great to hear the great stories about her, you know, adopting cats to loving families and, you know, when they stick and when they're so loved. It's, it's awesome. I have no idea why I started talking about pets, but, uh, oh yeah, cat zoomies. Also the uh, little panther, the uh, black kitty, uh, Levi. He's meowing because he's hungry, although I fed him an hour ago, but never mind. <laughs> Maybe I'll start a podcast talking about all the things my cats do. Maybe I'll get more listeners. I don't know. <sighs> but anyway. So yeah. I'd like to close up this episode because I thought it was going to be like a 10 minute episode saying, I'm sorry I missed it. Here's the Bengals win. You know, And then I got in the whole tangent about the Bearcats should be in the college football playoffs and they're not. But, oh, by the way, UC is playing the Georgia Bulldogs. They are in a bowl. What type of bowl? A good bowl. No, I don't know. I gotta look up the name. I think it's the Peach Bowl? Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Oh, I would have been right. Now I sound like, you know, not a smart person. It's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, if they have uh, fans come in, that's gonna be close to home, you know, home game for the Bulldogs, but there you go. Georgia is in Athens, Georgia, in case you didn't know. Not Atlanta, but there you go. Atlanta, Georgia. Number eight, Cincinnati. Number nine, Georgia. Can I also say that dropping the Bearcats when they didn't play 
okay, I it's crap, but when other teams stay and move up, like that team in Columbus again, yeah. <laughs> I have a big issue with this, and I kept my mouth quiet until now, so at least I didn't say anything that I'm going to be totally, you know, looking back on. It's like, I shouldn't have said that, because it's, you know, it's what I'm thinking. Tailgating will only be permitted in the Home Depot backyard. Okay, so I'm going to go to the Home Depot in Wilmington and just, you know, tailgate. Like, what are you doing? I'm tailgating. <laughs> you have to be at the bowl. Oh, now you tell me. All tailgating activities must end 30 minutes after kickoff. Yeah, I'm... Uh, I hope that one day we get out of this coronavirus stuff and get back to as close to normal as we can get. And like I mentioned earlier, I hope 2021 there's a lot more sports to talk about because the interviews were great, but I love sharing local sports. That's that's what I'm about. And also saying that team in Columbus because, you know, in case you do want to listen to it, it is at noon, New Year's Day. Again, Atlanta, Georgia, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You can watch on ESPN or listen to it on 700 WLW with Dan Horde. And yeah, I think I'm going to listen to the radio as much as I can. So yeah, I mean, not the playoffs, but... And yeah, everyone has a right to be angry about it because, yeah, I'm still kind of angry about it. But you can't sneeze at what the Bearcats have done. They're undefeated. And yes, I know I'm going to get a lot of comments like that school in Columbus, lol. Yeah, sure, but, you know, keep telling yourself that. Was Army ranked when Cincinnati played them? I don't know if they were, because they're sitting at 22. SMU's 16th, and Tulsa's 23rd. How many ranked? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, yeah. So let's talk about something that's not kind of make me angry. Let's talk about the Dayton flight. And I, I'm friends with uh, Brandon Harper, who runs the flight on Facebook, and I see a lot of the great things that he's doing with the flight. So it's definitely great to see, you know, something like that. And hopefully second year will be great. Of course, with coronavirus, you know, heh. <laughs> Again, the Dayton Flight, they're part of the Basketball League, TBL. I know they have expanded. The league has expanded to a lot more markets. And I, I can't wait to see what the second year holds for the flight. The training camp, the final training camp, looks like it's held January 16th. And you can register at DaytonFlight.com. In the fly city. You know, because flight. I made a lot of flight puns in the first take of this. So, you know, be thankful you don't have to listen to all of those. But, again, you can register. And you have to complete registration. If you complete it prior to tomorrow. This day recording, which would be the 27th. You only need to pay 150 bucks, And if you do it afterwards, it's 200 you know, for those that like to try out for a Dayton flight. And there is someone playing in Mexico, formerly of the flight in Jabbar Bufkin. I 
And he's taken off into a new basketball chapter in Mexico, formerly of the flight. And his picture's got the red jersey wearing number 55. So, like I said, I want to see the flight succeed. I want to see everything succeed in Cincinnati Dayton. So, when the flight season gets closer to time, we'll talk about that here on the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. And I think that'll close up shop here on episode 196 next week. (laughs) Well, if we get the hockey tournament in, plus my two games with WPTW, and then finally I'm seeing the Dayton Flyers women's basketball team for the first time on Friday, if that doesn't get canceled. Yeah, it's another busy week. Oh, man, this just... I'm going to have my busiest winter, I think, ever. And I love it. I love being busy. If if you think I'm complaining about that, no. It's just, you know, it, it, there's a lot to, uh, you know, a lot to do and so little time. Wow, when did I become the dad joke podcast guy? Man, I don't know. But, yeah, episode 197 should be out soon. I'm not going to guarantee next week because, you know, I guaranteed that there was an episode coming out on Tuesday and uh, <clears throat> that didn't happen. <clears throat> so, in case episode 197 doesn't come out on time, meaning next week, Happy New Year and here's to a great 2021. And, again, hopefully you had a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate just as long as you love Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio sports. That will do it here on the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast, episode 196. We'll talk to you again sometime soon. And remember, you're looking for local sports, not on Dayton Radio. It's on this podcast. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. Be sure and bookmark SindayPod.com, the official website of the local Sunday Sports Podcast. From there, you can find your favorite way of listening to future episodes on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and more. You can also find the Redbubble and Tee Public shops there too, where all podcast merchandise purchases go to help the podcaster. Follow on social media at Pod and the Lead W Mowen on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This closing theme was created with the Splash app. This is Lee W. Mowen saying thank you again for listening, and we'll talk more local Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio sports next time. <laughs>